Matthew chapter 6, verses 1 through 6 and 16 through 21. Jesus is speaking. Beware of practicing your piety before others in order to be seen by them, for then you have no reward from your Father in heaven. So whenever you give alms, do not sound a trumpet before you as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, so that they may be praised by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your alms may be done in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to stand and pray in the synagogues and at the street corners, so that they may be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But whenever you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your Father who is in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you. And whenever you fast, do not look dismal like the hypocrites, for they disfigure their faces so as to show others that they are fasting. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face, so that your fasting may be seen not by others, but by your Father who is in secret. And your Father who sees in secret will reward you. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust consume and where thieves break in and steal, but store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust consumes and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I suspect that most of us have a complicated relationship with social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, TikTok, to name a few. These applications have done amazing things in terms of connecting people all over the world, rekindling old friendships and forming new ones around shared interests and values, keeping families in touch. These are all good things. Where social media isn't so good, where it can be a source of deep unhappiness, self-doubt, envy, and unease, is the way that it allows us to create a persona, the me I want others to see, which may or may not have much correlation with the real me. On Facebook, I can put up a picture of the one good moment of my day, and if that's the only thing I post, no one has to know I spent most of the day feeling anxious and overwhelmed. In our passage from Matthew's Gospel, Jesus calls some people hypocrites, literally in Greek, actors, those who put on a face. And what he criticizes them for is not the practices they're engaged in. After all, giving and praying and fasting, these were three of the most important religious practices in Judaism at that time. 
Jesus is saying that our motivation, our reason for doing these things, matters. Hypocrites are those who practice their faith the way some people use social media to put forth only the best sides of themselves and to appear better than they are. Tonight we gather to mark our foreheads with ashes. These ashes are a sign of our mortality. From the dust of the ground we were formed, and all of us someday will eventually return to dust. I worry that when we hear this, what we really think it means is that we're pretty much worthless, pieces of dirt, hopeless sinners. But what if marking ourselves with ashes and declaring, from dust we came to dust we shall return, is really about how God sees us and how we see each other? After all, to say that we came from dust is to remember that God created human beings from the elemental stuff of God's creation. At the same time, we also remember that God made us in God's very own image. We are God's beloved creatures, period, already, right now. Not because we give something up or take something on for Lent, but because we belong to God. That's what it means to be a human being. Created by God, reflecting God's own image, we belong to God. But tonight is not just about remembering and claiming that promise for ourselves. It is also about how we see others. At our winter gathering two weekends ago, the Reverend Pam Drizel taught us the word sawubona. This word is the common greeting of the Zulu African tribe, and it literally means I see you, you are important to me, I value you. When we receive the mark of the ashes on our foreheads, we can't see them for ourselves, not unless we look in a mirror, but others can see it, this undeniable mark of our humanity. The ashy cross on our faces is one way of admitting to ourselves and to one another that no matter how we present ourselves outwardly in this fundamental way, we are all the same. We are all doing the best that we can to navigate the challenges and joys and hardships and wonder of being human. What would our world look like if we looked at each other and saw that we all have this in common, being human. Brene Brown tells the story of getting her nails done one day and watching as not one, but two other women in the salon talk on their cell phones the entire time they were receiving their manicures. Instead of interacting with the women doing their nails, they indicated their preferences for nail length and polish cover colors, by raising their eyebrows and pointing with their chins. Brene Brown had been coming to this salon for 10 years. She knew the names of the women who did her nails. She knew their children's names, and they knew hers. 
When she finally commented about the women on their cell phones, both of these employees ducked their heads and averted their eyes. Finally, one whispered to her, they don't know. Most of them don't think of us as people. Afterwards, Brene went to Barnes & Noble and watched a woman conduct an entire transaction at the checkout counter, including applying for a rewards card and choosing gift wrap without getting off her cell phone. She never once made eye contact with the person behind the counter. On her way home, Brene went through a drive through to get a drink. Just as she pulled up to the window, her cell phone rang, and she thought it was her son's school, so she answered. It wasn't, so she ended the call as quickly as she could, but by then, she had paid for and received her soda. But she was still at the window, and she apologized to the cashier for having been on the phone. At her apology, tears filled the cashier's eyes, Thank you so much for saying that, she said. You have no idea how humiliating it is sometimes. They don't even see us. In the first reading we heard today from the prophet Joel, after he announces the impending judgment of the Lord, he calls the people together in a solemn assembly. He calls the people to gather and although ancient Israel always had a few exemptions of people who didn't have to come to worship, this time there are no exceptions. The young, even nursing infants. The preoccupied, even newlyweds. The exceptional, even the priests. Joel calls all of them to gather together. And I can't help but hear this as a call for all people, for all of us to set aside the ways we hide behind our various personas and gather together in a place where we actually see each other, where we lift our heads from our day-to-day -day preoccupations and see that we are all wrestling with the challenges and joys and hardships and wonder of being human to see that this is what we have in common, being human. The mark of the cross on our foreheads is a shortcut to seeing that. It's a reminder that as hard as we might try to prove otherwise, we are all mortal, which means we all grapple with the limitations of these bodies, which need regular nourishment and rest, which get sick sometimes, which ache and creak and bruise and break. But being human also means we belong to God. We possess, in the way no other creature does, God's Holy Spirit, a spirit which equips us to share God's love, to embody God's own creativity, to embrace one another, to really and truly see our fellow human beings in such a way that we know we are infinitely valued, unconditionally loved, and in this life together. Sawubona, I see you. You are important to God. You are important to me. You are important to God's 
world. I value you. When we see the ashes on our foreheads, may that dark and dusty mark be a flashing neon sign of our humanity, our belovedness, and may we remember that this being human is the very thing that binds us together. Amen.